Welcome to Billing Buddies Podcast, where you can buddy up with the best. Today's podcast is about Medicare charting, coding, and billing for chiropractic. Billing Buddies has 23 years of chiropractic billing experience, and through that time, we've collected cheat sheets on what each biller and doctor needs to do in order to properly bill Medicare. I'd like to go through those cheat sheets today and start with the doctor's guidelines. Uh, The cheat sheets were developed from Medicare's Local Coverage Determination, or LCD. So you'll see uh, within medical necessity guidelines, often you'll see uh, the LCD referred to, and that's what it stands for, Local Coverage Determination. To find your local coverage determination, for your state, because they do vary by state, you go to www.cms.gov. C is for centers, M is for Medicare and Medicaid, and S is for services.gov. In the search box in the upper right-hand side, type LCD by state. Click on your state and follow the prompts. You'll be able to get right to the chiropractic LCD for your state. So let's start off. The doctor's guidelines, the first thing the doctor needs to do when a patient presents is to see either through a PART exam, which stands for pain, asymmetry, range of motion, or tenderness, or an x-ray if the patient has treatable subluxations. The PART exam came about in 2000. That's when they Medicare decided that they weren't going to require the patient to have x-rays at every visit or to be qualified to meet medical necessity guidelines they would let the part exam take place of that and those documenting guidelines are found in that medicare lcd i really recommend that you go find your lcd there's certain diagnoses that might be covered for your state that aren't covered for other states it gives the varying guidelines for how many visits by Uh, diagnosis code are allowed so go out there and get that code that LCD um, coding document it will really help you after you get the part exam or the x-ray done you need to document the initial visit the initial visit has more uh, items required than the subsequent visits that you document and again those are found in the LCD then the treatment plan needs to be found or created, I should say, after you do your initial visit documentation, document your treatment plan. And in your notes, you need to have your initial date of treatment. I believe the reason that initial date of treatment is so important to Medicare is because they look at how much time the patient could reasonably demonstrate higher functioning from the initial date of treatment to the date that they're reviewing. So that initial data treatment needs to be clear in your notes. Next, you need to identify subluxation first in a corresponding symptom second that uh, for the purpose of your treatment, and that needs to be communicated to the biller because that needs to be on the 1500 form, the subluxation first in a corresponding symptom second. Then the third and fourth uh, items should be filled by subluxations if they have them. So they support the higher code level, for example, the 98941 
has three to four regions. If you have a subluxation corresponding symptom, and then two subluxations, that gives you three right there in the first four diagnosis codes. The subsequent visit note, which is identified in the LCD, will tell you what items should be documented in there to properly document a subsequent visit. That comes after the initial visit. Finally, there you should document if there's active treatment per visit and the person's continuing to get better. If the patient is not showing improvement, the patient needs to be discharged to maintenance and presented with an advanced beneficiary notice. I will be having a podcast coming up soon about the advanced beneficiary notice. That takes place of the doctor's guidelines. I'm going to go through it one more time. First, you put a part exam or an x-ray to demonstrate subluxations. Second, you do the initial visit charting. And third, you do the treatment plan charting. Fourth, make sure your initial date of treatment is documented. Fifth, you want to have your subluxation and corresponding symptoms as your primary diagnosis and secondary and tertiary in, in the fourth diagnosis also should be subluxations if you have them uh, available for this patient. Sixth, look on your LCD how to chart subsequent visits. Make sure you're always charting whether the person is progressing and ha is in the active treatment stage or in maintenance. And finally, review the discharge to maintenance guidelines and the ABN that you need to present to the patient. Let's start now with the biller guidelines. The biller needs to put on the claim form the initial data treatment, that's in box 14. And then in box 21, that's where the diagnosis go. The primary needs to be a subluxation, and the second needs to be a corresponding symptom. And what I mean by that is I've seen it denied if the subluxation, for example, is um, low back was adjusted and the symptom, the second diagnosis was uh, neck pain. Those don't correspond and I've seen that denied. So you need to have corresponding subluxation and symptoms to get reimbursed. The third and fourth diagnosis, if you have a subluxation, fill that, those in there and after that you can fill in the remaining subluxations and symptoms. The biller also needs to know that the modifiers on line 24, it's an AT, active treatment, if the patient shows improved functioning. And of course the doctor will need to communicate this to the biller. Or a GA, if the patient signed an advanced beneficiary notice in the advanced beneficiary notice, the patient selected they want Medicare billed. And or the GY modifier, and the GY modifier is put on the therapies or modalities showing that the patient um, knows that that service is statutorily excluded from Medicare coverage. The reason you put that GY modifier on there is so it will cross over to the patient's supplement and, and they will be able to process it for their payment or um, benefit benefits. Four, make sure the diagnosis pointing on line 24E is pointing appropriately to the corresponding services and diagnosis. 
And that is it. I'm going to go through the biller guidelines one more time. Make sure you have an initial date of treatment in box 24. Box 21, you want to have subluxations, corresponding symptoms, infilled by subluxations. Box 24, line 24, I should say rather, you want on the modifiers an AT if the patient's actively showing treatment or a GA modifier if the patient has signed an advanced beneficiary notice and requests Medicare to be paid. Don't forget to put the GY modifier on the modalities or therapies so they cross over to the patient's supplement and their supplement's able to appropriately process the claims. And finally, in box 24E, point the diagnosis appropriate for that service listed in that line item to the diagnosis in box 21. Again, I can't state enough, go find your LCD at www.cms.gov. In the search box in the upper right hand corner type L, local, C, coverage, D, determination by state, LCD by state. And it will come up with a link where you can pick on your state and then pick your specialty and get the proper coding guidelines and documenting guidelines. We have coaching packages available at Billing Buddies for $199. What the coaching packages entail is I log into your computer, help you print an aging, then we start reviewing some of the older unpaid claims to figure out where your uh, where the, where the issue is that why the claim isn't paid. Um, the other thing the LCD gives to you is it will break down different segments of diagnosis types that they feel is reasonable to treat with 12 visits, 18 visits, 24 visits, and 30 visits. And that will help us too as we're going through um, trying to pick apart your AR and figure out where your claims haven't been paid and how to get them paid. If you are interested in having this done, you can text me or call me. My number is 612-432-2366. Again, 612-432-2366. Thank you for listening to a Billing Buddies podcast. And remember to buddy up with the best. Have a great day. Goodbye.